Hey everybody, and welcome back to the show. Seasoned veterans can disregard this spiel, but if you're here for the first time, you're listening to the Raised by Whoops fake radio show, and we're a storytelling program with the occasional interview thrown in. The truth is that the format is always evolving based on what we feel is a good direction to go in, and we reserve the right to do a U-turn at any time. We release episodes whenever we get a chance with no hard and fast schedule, and the show's completely free, but we do ask that you consider giving us a rating on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can give us a rating and write a review. It helps other people find the show, and more listeners are always welcome. You can also drop us a line anytime at raisedbywhoops.com by using the contact form. We appreciate any and all stories, poems, music, praise, criticism, or anything else you'd like to share. So thanks for listening and contributing. I also want to wish everyone a happy Halloween. I don't like Halloween much myself because the fear of dying alone, suffocating under the weight of snow, or a thousand other fears provides me with all the terror I can handle without adding on a haunted house or a Michael Myers film. But whether you're an adult at a party or a kid going door-to-door for candy, I hope your Halloween is filled with skeleton-shaped jello shooters, large-sized candy bars, and as much horror as you can tolerate. The episode this week is about a waitress I used to know who recently passed away. I hope you like it. It has nothing to do with Halloween, but I did tack a song on at the end that encapsulates the spirit of the season. I hope you're all well, and that you're finding happiness and meaning in something. And if you're struggling, I hope something positive happens for you soon. Take care, and we'll talk to you down the road. The Peacock Supper time was far from a formal affair at our house while I was growing up. We didn't own any fancy dinnerware or cutlery, and we never once thanked a deity for our food. Hell, We didn't even eat at the dining room table, save for the rare occasion. Most nights, my mom would yell for my dad and I to come get it while it's hot, and we would shuffle into the kitchen like the zombies we were after a long day at the factory and in the classroom, respectively. My brother and sister were much older than me and moved out of the family home when I was still quite young, so the suppers I remember with any type of clarity included only my folks and myself. Once in the kitchen, Dad and I would grab our standard-issue dinner plates and proceed to load them up with chicken strips, green beans, and mashed Yukon golds, or something akin to that combination. We would then take our heaping plates into the living room, where we would plop ourselves down, him on the couch and me on the love seat, and flip the channel to the most scintillating hour of television a person could ask for. The Simpsons, followed by Seinfeld. After allowing Dad and I to grab our food and get settled, my patient and selfless mother would fix herself a plate, grab the local newspaper, and sit either at the table or in the living room with us. As we devoured our food and laughed at the antics of Homer Simpson and George Costanza, Mum would quietly eat her meal while scanning the paper for stories that interested her. After finishing with the main section, she would move on to Ann Landers, 
to get her daily dose of the legendary advice columnist before concluding her reading with the obituaries. If Mum came across an obit of someone she had known, she'd comment aloud how she knew them. Such and such a person died, she'd say. Dad used to deliver milk to them, referring to my grandfather, who was a milkman most of his working life. This would invariably spark a conversation between my parents about friends or family members of the deceased they may have also known. We lived in a small community, so connecting the dots wasn't difficult. Anyway, these conversations would bore me to tears, as I hadn't a clue who they were talking about, and I would often tell them to lower their voices so I could hear the television. However, now that I've reached middle age, I have found myself perusing the online obituaries from my hometown paper. I've become curious, as my mother was before me, as to who I might know that has recently died. And the older I get, the more people I recognize. A former teacher or doctor, a parent of an old friend, a baseball coach. The other day, I came across an obit for someone I hadn't thought about in many years. It was the waitress from my regular lunch spot in high school. Her name was Joe, short for Jolent, and she was a legend. She had passed away at 76. This regular lunch spot I speak of was called the Peacock, and it was one of two restaurants in the village where I did my secondary schooling. Being one of only two options in town, the Peacock tried to be everything to everyone. It billed itself primarily as a Chinese restaurant, but also served Canadian food, as well as having an extensive Italian menu. With no pub in the village, it was also the neighborhood dive bar. Furthermore, it was the place where people went to celebrate birthdays, graduations, or professional achievements. Because of its potpourri of offerings, and no doubt benefiting from a lack of competition, the restaurant drew an eclectic clientele. On any given day around lunchtime, you could find a table of high school students shoveling fries into their mouths next to a lone farmer taking advantage of the all-day breakfast. A table over from the farmer might be a daughter and her elderly mother enjoying their Chinese combination plates, and over at the small bar which doubled as a payment counter, you may have found a trio of down-on-their-luck day drinkers nursing their beers and watching their cigarettes burn down in the ashtrays in front of them. Yes, you could still smoke inside restaurants when I was in high school. All of this amounted to the collected aroma of egg rolls, poutine, pizza, cigarette smoke, stale beer, and cow shit. The shit smell emanated from the farmer's clothing and boots, in case you were wondering. Country Top 40 radio blaring from the overhead speakers and checkered tablecloths brought the ambience home in one of the strangest voluntary gathering places I've ever inhabited. And holding this mishmash of people and culinary options together was the main character of this story, Joe. This is just a guess, but I'd estimate that Joe was a waitress at the Peacock for nearly 30 years. My sister, who was 11 years older than me, used to talk about her when she was in high school, and when I entered grade 9, Joe was still slinging hash. She was going stronger than ever when I finished grade 12, and for years after, when I would order takeout from the restaurant, who else but Joe would come speed walking out of the kitchen 
with a bulging paper bag full of chow mein, chicken balls, and almond guiding. I'm not certain she ever took a day off either. Whether it was a Monday afternoon or a Saturday evening, she was always there. I don't think I was ever there when she wasn't. She was part of the furniture. Her disposition was sweet and kind, but if you messed with her, as some students and the occasional drunk periodically did, in part because she was hard of hearing, she could fly off the handle in a stern and almost comical way. She wasn't trying to be funny, but one couldn't help chuckling a little. Regulars, especially smart-ass students, were aware of her short fuse and would deliberately try to ignite it. Sometimes they would leave pennies for a tip, and Joe didn't take kindly to this. If she noticed in time, she would hurl the worthless coins at the students as they were walking out the door. There was another time when a classmate of mine claimed to have found a hair in his food. He stormed back to the kitchen to show it to the restaurant owner and tried to blame Joe. When the owner confronted Joe about the complaint, she called bullshit on my classmate and told him it was a bean sprout, not a hair. An argument ensued, ending with my classmate getting his money back for the meal, but it also resulted in Joe refusing service to him for the remainder of his high school years, and she never backed down from that position. What I'm trying to illustrate here is that Joe was a mild-mannered and beautiful soul, but she didn't take shit from anyone. If you were an asshole or a smartass, like a good number of students and other rednecks were in that village, she put you in your place fairly quickly. She was only about five feet tall and quite slender, but I witnessed her put the fear of God into many dipshits who thought they could have a laugh at her expense or take advantage of her in some way. Joe's personal life was a mystery. She never talked about herself. She just worked extremely hard, making sure every customer had what they needed and stopped only for the odd drag off her cigarette. There were rumors that Joe's husband wasn't a very nice man, and perhaps that's why she was a bit hardened. I can't corroborate that, of course, but I can say with certainty that Joe left a positive impression on a ton of people, myself included. She was kind, hardworking, funny, and cared deeply about customer satisfaction, unless you were being a pain in the ass like my classmate. So pour one out for the real ones like Joe tonight. Folks who will give you the shirt off their back, but who also have a low tolerance for fools and smart alecks. And if there's a person out there who brought meaning to your life in a serendipitous way like Joe did for me, give them a ring or send them a note before you read about them in the obits.
Thanks for tuning in to the Raised by Whoops fake radio show. This is Glenn. Both Andrew and I are grateful for your time and attention. If you enjoyed that story, we'd appreciate if you could tell your friends, family, or even a few strangers about the show. Additionally, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you have a short story you'd like us to tell, or even some music you'd like to share, you can reach out via the website, raisedbywhoops.com. We're glad to have you with us. Till next time, thanks. Take care. I said